Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com. We have got yet another fantastic show lined up for you guys today. We have my co-host, the Associate Dean at Directions University, and my partner, Jack Humphrey, who will be calling in from Richmond, Indiana in just a few minutes. And we have yet another fantastic guest for you guys today. I'm going to let Jack tell you all about her in just a few minutes. While I'm waiting for Jack and our guest to show up today, let me tell you some big news. And this is really hot off the presses, as they say. We learned today that PayPal has given us the final approval that we needed to launch a brand new platform that is going to be so helpful to all of you who are building businesses using the power of the Internet. That platform is called Divisio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O, Divisio.com. You can go right now to www.divisio.com and set up your account. Here's what Divisio is all about. Divisio is an affiliate network. You might think of it as a shopping cart with an affiliate program built into it, but it's a very unique affiliate platform. It allows you to pay instant affiliate commissions, both to your affiliates as well as to your partners. So just as an example, DU, the way Jack and I work together, we each are partners in the business. So when we sell products and an affiliate does the referral, we can pay the affiliate, we can pay me, and we can pay Jack. You will now be able to do that yourselves on Divisio.com. We'll be telling you guys lots more about Divisio in the coming weeks, but hot off the presses literally in the last 15 minutes. Go get your account set up now. Whether you want to sell other people's products as an affiliate and get paid instantly, whether you want to have affiliates selling your products and paying them instantly, either way, it's available to you right this minute. Jack, I know you and I are both so excited about Divisio, I can hardly contain my enthusiasm. Oh, it's going to be a game changer. <clears throat> it is now officially today a game changer. I'm so used to planning for it, I, I, it hasn't sunk in yet. Same here. Well, our guest is not here yet, so I'm just going to touch up, uh, try and check in with Jan and see if she can find our guest for us today. While we're waiting for her, any. Other Oh, one other piece of news hot off the presses again is the webinar we did with Ross yesterday. A couple mm-hmm. months ago, one of our guests here on Traffic Masters was the Traffic Master himself, Ross Goldberg, the Dean of Traffic and Lead Generation at DU. Jack, you want to tell everybody about that webinar yesterday? We can tell them how they can go listen to it right now. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great. It was really, you know, it was the first time we actually um, did something in an official way with Ross since he became the Dean of Traffic and Lead Generation. So <clears throat> that was really cool. And it was um, kind of like old times in a way. You know, uh, Ross was uh, instrumental in StomperNet, for those of you old-timers who remember that. It's so funny to call somebody an old-timer when it's only, what, six years ago? <laughs> or something oh, like Too that. Funny. but. But in Internet years, you know, that's like 100 years. It really is. I mean, you know, as far as how fast technology is going and, and business strategy and how much it's changed since then, all the things that we have to do. And so me and Ross, I mean, we we jibe really well because we're both traffic guys and we're both attention nuts in any way you can get it. And uh, I've slacked off a little bit lately in the later years on search engine stuff just because I've found other new exciting ways to get traffic um, and I let the search engine sit me traffic <laughs> as it wishes and as it likes 
because you know Google made a pact, and Ross and I both figured that out early, early on. They said if you guys take care of your people, if you provide relevant results, and people like your stuff, we will give you rankings. And uh, you know that was a little hard to swallow for guys like us uh, when we were in a little bit of a cold war with Google. We were doing everything we could at the time to you know, make sure in any way that we could without, you know, flat out spamming that we could be in the results for ourselves and our clients. And um, we didn't have a trustful relationship, not 100% with Google, but, you know, both of us in our own time took the time to take the plunge and just say, let's say if Google's telling the truth, let's just be purely of service and purely, you know, here's here's a site, here's what we're going to do. Uh, here's what you should see when you come to this site, Google, the algorithm, the robot, and then we provided that. And then we provided the, the biofeedback, the social feedback, uh, that told Google, yes, in fact, uh, people do like this. The people that they're targeting are saying great things about it and linking to it. And lo and behold, Google did give us rankings. And so uh, over the years, we've got even more and more casual and, and uh, just – we do what we do. There's a couple of little things that you want to do for SEO, but it's not really that in-depth. Back when we started, there were huge, huge uh, courses and, um, you know, weekend seminars that you'd fly to in Vegas or Atlanta just to learn SEO. And now there's really not a lot of that. You don't see any SEO. There's only one real big site for SEO now, and it's Moz. They took SEO out of the name. Uh, you know, it's gone the same way for everybody. It's it's a lot easier to rank, and there's so many other ways to get traffic that we're not all freaking out about whether the search engines have picked us up, dropped us, made us higher, made us lower, you know, because it's just like an ocean. It undulates. And, um, you know, like in the, the old days, I could keep a ranking for as long as I wanted it. And these days, you know, if you if you tie your ship to that, you're going to be in a real, you know, you're in for a real ride. So me and Ross went through all of that stuff, and, uh, you know, now we talk about uh, even paid advertising. I used to be a staunch anti-paid advertising guy, but now it's changed. The whole thing has changed. And um, so, yeah, we go back, and that was really fun to do for Motivation to Profit yesterday. Uh, the the URL is joindu.com slash results if you want to check out that webinar that we did, uh, Gina, Ross, and I. And just talking about specifically our, our entry-level program, Motivation to Profit, and all that it can do for everyone because it's um, it's a really big deal. And it's also an opportunity to talk about it from beginning to end, which we don't often get to do. Most people don't about their program. Um, and it was neat. It was like, wow, this is really our program? I mean, I'm part of something like this? It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's awesome in comparison to what's out there in the market. Uh, but we don't have to talk about that for very long because it gets just lost in the dust. It's uh, it's a whole different way of taking care of people and making sure that their training is, is just perfect and that they're using leverage. We talk about leverage constantly, and there's not a thing that we do in Motivation to Profit or the bachelor's program that doesn't hinge on where is the leverage in this. How can we get ten times more at least out of this than we put into it? Whatever the strategy might be, it could be social media, it could be email, list building, joint ventures, uh, everything, anything, content marketing, where is the leverage in this and how can I get a huge return based on what I put into it? And uh, and then we put all of that into the Vortex model. Um, and once you do that, it is a machine. And you finally not just have a business, but you have a machine that really feels like a lot of the things that you're doing is getting taken care of by your uh, – or getting taken care of by your by your Vortex uh, business model. So if all of that sounds like Greek to you, um, we, we explain it fully at joindu.com slash results, and you can check out that webinar. It's pretty cool. And so I know that now with Ross, um, you know, helping us to clarify uh, our message and, and make sure that people understand uh, with a new perspective, his perspective, uh, exactly what DU has to offer to uh, soul uh, solopreneurs and, and people who are interested in lifestyle businesses uh, that we're going to be signing up hundreds and hundreds more Motivation to Profit students uh, this year than uh, than last. Absolutely. Well, we're going to do things a little out of order today, Jack, and we're going to play uh, Jan Short with DU Bachelor student Ron Harvey. 
Ron is certainly someone who really has learned a lot about leverage working with DU in the last six months. And you're going to hear a little bit more about how he's using leverage to grow his own business right now. We'll be back in a few minutes with our guest, but here's our featured short. DU Bachelor student Ron Harvey and Jan Riley, founder of You Create You. I'd like to welcome Ron Harvey to the call. Ron, tell people how you got involved with Directions University and what your business is. Because I think it's really unusual and quite fascinating. <laughs> okay. Well, th- thank you very much. Um, uh, let's see. I'll tell you a little bit about uh, myself first. Is um, uh, The business that I have right now in the uh, what is generally called the environmental business, um, I've actually been in the hazardous waste uh, disposal industry for about 30 years now. And uh, about five years ago, I started my own business for, uh, with the intent of helping business owners and managers uh, deal with the different regulatory systems that they're subject to, um, in particular the EPA uh, regulations, the DOT, and OSHA regulations. And um, I realized uh, quite a while ago that, um, you know, the, that most people really want to do the right thing in regards to all these regulations, keeping their employees safe and proper disposal of hazardous waste, but that they, they just, the regulations are so difficult to understand for the most part that, that they just really don't know where to start. And so I wanted, I started my business to help um, uh, business owners and managers to get a handle on these different regulations so that they can get back to what they're supposed to be doing, which is business, making money and uh, making their products and providing their services. And, and so that's, that's, what, uh, that's what I do. Um, my involvement with, with DU has, uh, was uh, very interesting. It came about uh, because uh, I, uh, it, it, my business was actually doing quite well about a year and a half ago now. And, um, and then all of a sudden things kind of dried up like pretty drastically. And, um, and so I began to, to, uh, uh, try to figure out what happened. What's, what's going wrong? What am I doing wrong? Um, and, and so then I uh, realized that it was, uh, marketing. I, I simply wasn't doing the type of marketing, um, that, a business owner needs to do in order to keep uh, to keep the wheels uh, rolling forward, and um, and so in my searching for um, uh, some some people to work with and and just trying to learn because at that point, as as almost all business owners are when they start, especially entrepreneurs. Um, they didn't know anything right, <laughs> about, right. In, in, in particular about marketing. I mean, I know my business, but I didn't know how to market it. And um, so when I uh, got in touch uh, with, uh, with Gina, uh, Gaudio Graves, and Jack Humphrey, um, I actually first met them at a meeting um, down in uh, Atlanta, um, uh, back in April of, of last year, and that was a, a wonderful meeting. I I enjoyed it thoroughly, and in the in the process, um, I got to meet them. I we we talked, and and ever since then, I've just pretty much realized that they were they were operating at the level that I wanted to operate. I mean this. There's a million different people out there talking about marketing, but but uh, Gina and Jack really had a different perspective, and it was more um, about you know what is it you really want to do, you know not just make money. I mean that's you know, most a lot of people make want to make money, but I wanted to do more than that. Right. And, and they were operating at the same level of of intent, and so. I uh, I started uh, attending some of their uh, functions and I I signed up for uh, one of their programs and the 
the amount of material that they have is just extraordinary because they've been doing it for so long. And the, uh, I just like the overall approach really is what it boils down to because it's not, you know, they're just not churning people through a, a program saying, okay, you know, do this, do this, do this, and you'll make a lot of money. Um, they really care about the individuals that, that are, uh, that they're working with and, and the, the degree of personal interaction um, that they've offered us is, is simply extraordinary. I can't imagine getting, getting that degree of attention um, uh, from anybody else. I mean, just really, honestly, I don't, I don't see that done anywhere else. I'm going to completely agree with you there. And, and, and not so shameless plug, that's absolutely true. And I've been in a lot of different programs. And what I have found is that their focus is actually on, you know, helping the individual people within the group. It's not just about pre presenting their material and then figuring out how to sell you the next round of material. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, I really like that. And I, I also am just amazed at the level of uh, engagement of people in the group and how many different businesses are in DU. I mean, I, I find that fascinating. The, the range of, of, of people that have been uh, drawn uh, to their program is, is pretty extraordinary. <laughs> and, you know, here I am. I'm dealing with, with hazardous waste and chemicals and, and, and all these different government regulations, which is a very technical uh, type of business is what I do. And then there's other people in there that are – on the complete opposite end of the business spectrum, you know, dealing, you know, business to consumers, although, and, you know, they're dealing with, you know, personal improvement and, and growth. See, that's the amazing thing about, about the, the, the DU programs is that they work for all kinds of businesses. Yeah, that is and, absolutely and, and it's, true. It's awesome. And because the thing is, is that most people in business understand their business but like mm -hmm. said, not necessarily understand how to make it a business or how to get into different areas like putting your stuff online or reaching a different group packaging it in a way that you're leveraging your energy instead of just always working one-on-one -on -one. and I find that to be really fascinating because principles that they teach really do reach across all those borders and you know they're they are not teaching uh, programs you know that they developed ten or fifteen years ago. Um, you know they what they just went through or in the actually in the process right now of going through almost a metamorphosis um, in their own approach to their own business yeah. uh, and and they're transmitting that same approach to us, and that is an awesome thing I mean. You know, we're we're actually all growing together. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, how often do you see, you know, do you see the teachers and the, and the students all all improving and and developing together? I mean, that's uh, you 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 really can't, you know, calling it Directions University is almost a misnomer. I mean, and I've never really thought of it like this before, but. You know, I've been to college, and you go to college, and they teach class number one, class number two, class number three, and then they give you a piece of paper. Um, right. But it's it's not at all like that here um, at, at at DU. It is um, a more of a uh, more of a really a team approach um, to businesses. I mean, just on the call this morning that I was listening to. Um, they had a speaker talking about um, stories and, and, you know, leveraging stories for business. Uh, and and uh, Gina actually said, you know, asked the presenter, um, you know, how can you make this work for one of our particular students? And I was like, wow. <laughs> I, it was just, it was just, I mean, amazing. I, I, it, I honestly can't say enough good things about, about Jack and Gina because their 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 commitment 
to our growth is nothing short of extraordinary. Uh, I couldn't have said that better. So the Well, Jack, I don't know about you, but I think we're keeping Ron Harvey around for a while. He's good for my ego. (laughs) Oh, I didn't notice. Was he saying something nice about us? (laughs) Oh, just a little. He is (laughs) awesome. And, you know, as a mentor, working with people like Ron who really apply what they learn, that's the part that's so exciting for me. If every student could apply what they learn at DU at the level that Ron does, oh, my gosh, the level of success they would have. Well, don't make it sound unattainable. It's not really hard. It's just people have to drop their um, former training sometimes. They have to drop their misconceptions. They have to trust that um, what we've created, the system, works. And that's why we don't talk about ourselves as much as, you know, other people do, because it's really important that people see themselves in this program, whatever program they're in at DU, and um, and, the, and that's best done by listening to other students and the people who've been there before them and, and done it, like Ron. So, I mean, what he says is true. <laughs> He's really doing all of this stuff, but it's not hard. It's just we, we, you know, people sabotage themselves right off the bat sometimes. And, you know, they they come in and they do the training and they it takes them a little while to go okay i'm really going to do this i'm not just standing on the side looking over someone's shoulder doing it i'm you know looking over my own shoulder and doing it. i'm really going to do it and that's what ron decided to do and i guess you know it should be pretty easy to hear in his face that uh, it's working for him just a tad just a tad <laughs> that's awesome so we do not and have I a guest swear. right now I did not coach him to say any of that. <laughs> I really did. Too funny, and, Jen. Well, and it wasn't. And, and, you know, the funny thing is is that we had talked for a few minutes before I interview people. And, you know, we were talking about how different what you all do with your group, how it's so different and why it's more effective. And and he was mentioning the thing about college, which is really true. Most people really do just focus on court, sort of spitting the information at you uh, because it's easier to deliver that way. Um, but, we, you know, we really talked about how different it is to be involved with people who are actually sort of in there with you going, well, how are you implementing it? Here's how other people did it. You know, here's how we can see it working with you um and and that's a really different experience yeah and i love that there's so many different in, uh, businesses yeah it, it, well, I, I like that too it works for model. everybody I just, there hasn't been anybody that's come to us yet that has stumped us there's only been one person and we can't figure out why she came because she was utterly and completely fulfilled and totally happy with her life. <laughs> and we're like, so what can we do for you today? I don't know. I just <laughs> That was the only time we've ever been. But as far as industry or, you know, you know what we teach is ubiquitous. It, it goes across all uh, markets and industries and interests and specialties. And it really doesn't matter. If it's online business, offline, there's really nothing that the Vortex business model doesn't work for. And, uh, and that's why it's so successful. So, you know, really our mission is just to bring as many more people uh, who need us into uh, DU as possible, not because uh, it, it's good for DU, but also because it's it's good for people. And we are here to serve. And anybody who would say, uh, you know, give us a few words about Gina Gaudio Graves, they, they would iner- invariably say something about her being so generous with her time and her service, and just really being there to genuinely help. There's so many thousands of people over the last eight years or more that, you know, have been affected by her, have been uh, attracted to her vortex, and have been helped by her. And uh, I'm still learning the lesson. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm in awe of what she does. We were just talking before the show 
about how that service um, did something really, really good for us in an upcoming um, workshop in Atlanta, something we really, really needed, but she didn't go after it because I'm going to work with this person and help them out so that they can uh, do this thing for us in NAMS in uh, Atlanta this weekend. She just was helping and then found out that that person is going to do all this great stuff uh, as a result that we really needed to have done. We had no clue beforehand how it was going to get handled. Now we do. And it was completely not preconceived. It was not uh, Gina looking at angles and stuff. She was just serving, and that happened. And that happens in our world all the time because of that. Well, you know, I, I've got to say this to both of you. One of the things, and I've I've been studying Internet marketing, and I've worked with tons of different people and studied all this different thing, and one thing that I found so completely different is when Gina said, do you want a sustainable achievable business and it's like oh you mean you're actually going to teach that because most people teach sort of a version of whatever they just did that happened to work and it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's replicatable it doesn't mean that it'll even work this year maybe it would have worked a couple years ago and that also so many people that I know they already have a business, um, so they're not looking for an affiliate niche or something like that. They're they're wanting to take the business that they have or the ideas that they have and bring it into the online world, and that's where I find what, what you teach are the tools that run online, but you teach real business skills. Right. And that it's really based around creating a sustainable actual business and I found very very few people that are actually doing that and that's what I tell my friends when they talk to me I'm like okay I know you could go over here and learn this system you could go over here and learn this system but if you want to have an actual business then you need to come over to DU because they don't just teach you how to get online or how to use social media or pick the right keywords the or trick whatever. of the day well, even if that really, was really successful for somebody else, um, mm-hmm. if you've got a business and you want it to be sustainable, I mean, I'm an offline business person. I've always been so frustrated dealing with online people who don't seem to have the same uh, bottom line that I do. Like, oh, why would I do something that's going to make me 13 cents and then scale it up to 10000 that's just crazy. I would never yeah. do that in real life. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and really, honestly, uh, you know, Gina has a way of seeing leveraging, but not just from a bottom line perspective, like here's how you make more money, but more like here's how you create your the picture you want to live in. And that I've never, ever seen anyone like that. Like well, the funny part about is that, amazing. <laughs> the funny part about that is when I start by looking for the leverage that's going to get you the life that you're dreaming about, it always turns into more money too. Even though mm. I'm not really looking for the money, it's just the way it works. That's why I love that Tony Robbins quote so much that Jack put up on the homepage at directionsuniversity.com. The secret to wealth is simple. Do more, be more, give more. In other words, just do more for someone else than anyone else is. And you will earn more than you ever thought possible. It is exactly spot on. If you really have that vortex plan, the plan for how money is going to happen, how you're going to do good in the world is incorporated into it. And it's built based on what your vision for life is. Then you can just let that plan stay there and go out and really just serve. You don't have to worry about, am I going to make money from this? The money just follows. It's really the easiest thing I've ever seen when you get it. Yeah. 
You know how you get a little flash in your eye, you look at a light, and or you're at a concert or something, and a laser just kind of hits you right in the eye, and then as you look away, it, you can still see it in your eye, and it kind of yes. floats. But now you can't look directly at it anymore. You, you can chase it with your eye, but you can never look. And, and it's like that with the money stuff, with the Vortex model. Uh, you know, we teach people that. It's like, don't look right at the immediate thing. That will be there. It'll always be there floating around, but every time you try to make direct eye contact with your financial uh, goals and that, and then putting that first, it's like making direct eye contact, not talking to somebody unless you've got it worked out how much you can make from them first. It sounds counterintuitive, except that we get people doing that, and we do it as well, and we make a lot more money than people who go directly for the jugular. We do. I mean, and, and we don't, but we're not exactly trying. We're not actually looking it directly in the eye and trying to do it. It's just, uh, I think it's a proper positioning of the importance of, yes, we all want to make money with our businesses. It's just, it's the way a two-year-old would look at it, really. You know, of course we want to make money with our businesses. A two-year-old would just sit there and play in the money and just play play money because they wouldn't have any concept of anything else. And when you get a little bit uh, more mature business-wise, you start to realize you need more out of life than just the money. The money is easy. What's really hard for a lot of people who are, are making a bunch of money and making the sacrifices that are unsustainable and to, to do so, that it will come crashing down at some point, what's harder for them is to have a life along with it. They They just work all the time, and they just work constantly to sustain that direct eye contact with your financial, uh, with your money making, you have to sacrifice. And it doesn't last for very long. And during that time, um, depending on your uh, stamina <laughs> for such things, you you don't have a life at all. Just no kind of life. So it's unfulfilling. So you wake up one day at some point, everybody does, going, well, now I know how to make money, and I'm making money. I can't do anything with it because if I stop for a second, if I take my eye off this ball for one second, it all goes away because it wasn't built on anything but sheer force of will in the first place. And a lot of people think that's really cool. You'll hear that in Harvard Business School. You'll hear all kinds of places, work hard, and we work hard too, but we work hard to serve. What they don't understand is it doesn't, it doesn't help anyone to just jump into the money game, make a whole bunch of money, and have a life that's a slave to that business strategy that you set up to make that money because now you've traded your entire life for that and people find that out all the time we get stories from people coming into du just like that all the time we really do work with people who have businesses already we don't like to start people exactly from scratch because we we're more successful for people that have been through this process i've just described money making is not hard <laughs> And a lot of people who aren't making money right now uh, with their business, it's too new or whatever, might think that I'm, you know, exaggerating. But once you know how to do something, you, you realize, whether it's uh, gymnastics or swimming or playing guitar or whatever, the minute you know the magic trick, the magic goes away. And it's exactly the same mm-hmm. thing for money. As soon as you know the trick, it's not magical to make money anymore. It's not a big deal. And if you set the business up before your life, before – what you want out of your life, then you've got a business that takes up every nook and cranny of your existence. It'll expand indefinitely into every part of your life until there is no part of your life left but the business. And then you find that if you take any part away from that business, it starts to deteriorate badly. And so we teach people to put their life first. What's your dream life? And then with whatever is left over, how many hours a day you want to work, all of that kind of stuff. And when everything is left over, we fit a business that is extremely highly leveraged into the nooks and crannies that you've left over. By doing so, we're giving a container to the business outside of which it cannot roam and it can't dominate your entire life. It has to stay there, so it's containment. And then naturally, since you don't have very much time, not, not like you would if you designed the business first and it took over your whole life, you're going to have to know really, really serious leverage strategies in order to get more out of that business than if it was even taking up everything, if you just were working 24-7 and um, just constantly going at it. This little business in its little container has to provide the money uh, and uh, everything else that your your dream life demands. 
and in far less time. So leverage is a really, really big deal. That's why we talk about it all the time at DU. Does that make sense, Jen? Yeah, that really does. You know, one of the things that I've noticed about being in DU is that the group of people that are there are much more engaged with each other than any other group that I've been in. They're buddies. I mean, I've been in lots of groups, and in fact, I've joined them and paid tons and tons of money, especially for the purpose of having a group of people that I could interact with. Because, you know, there's a million questions you have all the time when you're doing everything. You know, whether it's look at my web page or what do you think about this follow-up series or do I need to make another video or, you know, what about this product? I mean, there's just jillions of things. And without a group of people to really interact with, it, it's so easy to get bogged down or just, you know, off track. And I have found it to be such a great group of people. Um, and that they're really willing and interested in interacting. And I think it has well, a lot to do with how you all interact with us. I think it starts with the fact that being an entrepreneur is oftentimes very lonely. And the one thing I, I've noticed with students at DU is so many of them have come from an offline arena, maybe not a corporate arena, but even in a practice where there's lots of other people that you can interact with. And when you want an opinion, you want to bounce an idea off of somebody, there's tons of people that you can do that with. When they go into a home-based business and they start a business especially online, they're all by themselves. And just having the people to bounce those ideas off of is invaluable. But at DU, because we attract very naturally, it's on purpose, but it's very naturally, a very different kind of entrepreneur, one that's not just in it for the money, that's really there because they first and foremost either want to make a difference, get a message out to the world, they're what we describe as heart-centered marketers, who really want to build lifestyle businesses, for them, it's so novel to see someone else just like them that values the same sorts of things that they value that they can't help but interact with one another. Don't you think that's true, Jack? Yeah, it's really natural. Um, I've had uh, training sites before, and... um, never this level of interaction, never this level of interest. And part of that was my fault. I didn't understand uh, certain techniques for getting people to be buddy-buddy and meet each other and, and, and realize the value that they have among each other rather than just uh, our service and what I was doing. But um, part of it was just, I don't know, there's something about it. There's, it's it's uh, People feel like family. I'll tell you what it is. Here's what it is. We filter people so extremely thoroughly before they ever come into our world that Very only a certain true. kind of person can actually make it. Only a certain and don't don't think that we're like super exclusionary, but we don't have tire kickers. We don't have people who are just now getting to or getting around to exploring making money online with air quotes <laughs> or any of that. And if there is a giant variety of people, but there's a similar similarity in the mindset and then what they need and what they're looking for in their lives at, at this point um, in them. So we end up with a crowd that really likes each other because they like themselves. They see a lot of themselves in all the other members of, of Motivation to Profit and, and Bachelors. So, I mean, how hard is it to like yourself? You know, gosh, Jan thinks about this thing the way I do. I'm going to ask her if my copy is good, what she thinks about it, because I trust her opinion because I'm basically trusting myself. <laughs> you know, we think the same way about things, and I think people find that very, very valuable. I never, I never restricted anything in at blog success or content desk. And anybody and everybody who had a website uh, and had a you know business or wanted a business and wanted more traffic and 
all of that stuff was welcome. And they came in, and we had a bunch of people looking at each other with radically different backgrounds, radically different views on life and business and everything else. And I think probably that's the exact reason why we didn't have the level of community that we do here. And um, and everybody's there for you. I mean, you know, people ask for help on things that, um, you know, a copywriter might charge $2,500 for or uh, an expert or consultant or somebody might charge. And they're all helping. And they're all experts and consultants, and they understand that outside of DU, you, of course, have to charge for these things, but this is my DU buddy, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help them. And that's the general attitude. It's hard to believe if you're outside looking in um, because the Internet is so cutthroat in some other uh, areas, and it's just, you know, i got to get mine, and I'm not taking any time for you because there's, there's no immediate money uh, coming to me from it. I usually charge for that or whatever. Living in that environment is where a lot of the loneliness comes to um, for entrepreneurs, and that's why they're so daggone glad to find Directions University when they do because they find very quickly that it's not like the rest of the Internet. Oh, yeah. I think it's bigger than just Directions University. It is truly a testament to the Vortex model as a whole. If I look at people outside of our niche who are applying and using the Vortex model in their businesses, just one example, Chief Robert and Terry Talltree, the founders of HowToLiveOnPurpose.com, who are both DU faculty members and the deans of DU School of Personal Success. Their entire business is based on the Vortex model of doing business. They have two main programs. They have something called the Voyager Gold Program. It's the equivalent of our motivation to profit. And they have something called Self-Mastery and Transformation. It's the equivalent of our bachelor's program. In the low-end membership site, they have over 6,000 comments from their members over the last 18 months. To say that their crowd is highly engaged is a complete and total utter understatement. The same is true in their high-end program. The level of interaction and engagement within that crowd is at least equal to the level of engagement and interaction with bachelor students. The, they really feel like they are family, not just clients of Robert and Terry's. It is truly yeah. an outcome from the model. And that unique. says a lot. If you like the experience at DU and you want to continue that experience in your own business with your own peeps and get them to have that same feeling, just use the model. It will absolutely positively create the same thing within your group too. And it just kind of works that way. That once I got the idea of the Vortex model, it, it made it so much clearer because I think this is what happens with most people. They stand on the outside and they say, I have this idea for a coaching group. I have this idea for a membership site. I have this idea for putting my business online. And I see all these other people doing these things. So I'm going to go over here and try to copy it. And then you're standing on the outside, and I've had this conversation a million times with other people. What's a good product that's going to bring people into my funnel? <laughs> And then you're out on the outside always experimenting, trying to figure out sort of what's going to stick. But the vortex model starts on the inside, and on the very inside. And when you start from there, the focus is always, always, always about, you know, what works for this core group. And no wonder they want to interact more. No wonder they're, they're much more engaged. Because the focus isn't out on the fringes, sort of, you know, throwing up noodles and seeing if they'll stick. Right. It's always about what's the most engaging thing I can do for my people. Here's my people. What What's the most engaging thing I can do? And, yeah, it might be a real intensive or it might be a small chunk of that. But just that idea has really changed how 
I because because honestly, that's exactly what I would do on an, on a on a brick and mortar business. I'm not yeah. throwing stuff out there saying, "Well, I wonder if this is going to bring me a client." Uh, do you know what I'm saying? It's like this is my specialty. This is what I do. Who are the people that would be most interested in this? How do I engage with them? Exactly the same thing in an online business. Yeah, no different and that, whatsoever. And and plus, what I've noticed is when I've gotten this concept through to other people, the the relief they get is extreme. Do you know what I'm saying? Because there's so much stress when you're on the outside trying to figure out how do I get people into my circle. Yeah. And it's well, like it, that, well, that's it, not the, the focus. Of, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the environment is really um, not suitable for most people or a lot of people. A good giant chunk of people find the environment of uh, what they're perceiving out there is hardcore sales and hardcore networking and hardcore marketing and a, a, a kind of uh, communication that they don't feel comfortable with deep down inside. See, most people aren't really the textbook definition of an entrepreneur. The textbook definition is, is a, an extremely hardcore go-getter, and then, and then you start matching yourself up against that. I'm not really an extremely hardcore go-getter. Most people are not. Most people are somewhere uh, less intense on the scale. Whatever that might be, it's less. And so the relief comes from <clears throat> going through and being in that environment going, is my business going to succeed? Because I, I can't do it the way these people are doing it, the way these other, you know, there's some just radical megaphone marketers, and then there's just people who are, uh, display a level of confidence in their message or whatever that some people don't jibe with. That's not how I would deliver my message. Is there any space in this for me? And then when they come to DU and find out that, yes, indeed, <laughs> you're not supposed to really be doing that. If you're this level of, or this kind of on, entrepreneur, you're not supposed to be trying to mirror all of those guys. And great, because it made you uncomfortable anyway. So here's the solution. And that really freaks people out. It makes them so happy. And that, you know, like you said, it, it gives them relief that they their future in this business that they're building doesn't depend on them becoming a person that they are not or that they don't want to be. And watching people's lights go on after they realize that is intensely gratifying. It's awesome. We get addicted to it. It's like that's one of the things that we, you know, uh, that keeps us going, that actually feeds me and Gina energy to do what we do. People don't know that unless we tell them like I just did, but that's one of the biggest things. And we're, you know, uh, sitting there on the other end or or live um, just being very, very proud and happy and, all right, who's next? Who else can we, Who else can we help? Now we're addicted to helping people. And the more we help people, the more money we make. It's totally a different mindset. It's not to be blown off as, oh, that's just semantics. You're just, I mean, you're still, you know, uh, capitalistic. You still want to make money. You, Yes, but it's not just semantics. It's really a deep, deep level of a different understanding of how the world works. One of my favorite things that uh, Abraham Hicks does when she's talking about money, um, she's like, what, what did you pay for the ocean and the waves? Today? What did you pay for the sun, the rays that kept you warm all day long, that heated your home? You know, what did you pay for the trees giving you oxygen and everything else? You didn't pay anything for that. The entire universe is made up of things that we get that we don't actually physically pay money for. Money is an idea. Uh, it's a cultural concept among today's culture uh, worldwide that it, this monetary concept of that you've got to have this much money to go to the zoo. You've got to have this much money to get here and all of that. And we've become so preoccupied with that as, as if it was a reality. It's only utterly an idea. There's supposedly some gold in the ground somewhere in Fort Knox. It's a representative of some part of our economy that's tiny. So there's not even a physical representation of this monetary system that we have. It's all based on trust and faith and Hmm, what's that sound like? The sun <laughs> giving you its rays and growing your crops and you know, and so when we have a loosened relationship with the idea of money, 
that it is just an idea to begin with, it's nothing more than faith, uh, then you can start to really move mountains, um, you know, with your business. It's just incredible. It's just a wild concept to me that I've been reminding myself of ever since I heard, first heard it. It's like there's some things we pay for, and there's some things that we don't, and our money, this stuff in our pocket and stuff in our bank account is all just ether, air. Um, there is no, whatever money you have in your bank account right now, it's not laying there in the form of $100 bills. It's, it's just a digit on a computer. It's a one and a zero. That's all it is. And, and a lot of people, it might sound common sense to some, but a lot of people uh, come to us with this real desperation for, I don't know how I'm going to do this. This is how everybody else is doing it. And I have this idea about money and how to get it and how to provide service in order to get it. And, it, and you hear them talking about it as if it's a physical monster on their shoulder or right at their back. And then you start to break that down, and they get very calm, and they start to design businesses, lifestyle businesses, that actually drive them crazy in the thought that they can actually do what they're doing, and the money comes, this money that's now in its proper place and their understanding about the world and everything else, instead of being this outsized gorilla in the room that's always taunting them and always just out of their reach. And... I mean, those are the kinds of lights that we're turning on at DU, and that's, that's pretty big, big, heavy stuff. It's awesome to take those yokes off all day long uh, of people who are coming and, and just like, what do we do? We don't know what to do. I want to do this business, but I, I hate marketing, or I don't like this part of sales or whatever. And we tell them, just go serve. Here's how you do it while strategically monetizing. So we don't, give, we don't forget about money. It's very, very important. It's just got its proper place on the rung of hierarchy of, of the mindset that you have to have to have a really successful business if you're the type of entrepreneur that we're talking about who can't do it any other way. Well, also, you know, uh, I think what I'm seeing is that part of the problem of just focusing on the money is that that's only one aspect of your business. Mm-hmm. And that won't really help you create. I mean, ironically, it will not help you create a reliable, sustainable business. It might create income that comes in, but it isn't the same as creating a sustainable and reliable lifestyle or a sustainable business. Because, you know, you talked about, you know, the launch you know, the launch drain, you know, living under the gun of always having to put out another launch. And plenty of people will tell you they've made money and had no life. Uh, The other thing is, is that I think Ron said this in his interview where he talked about, you know, originally his business was real successful because it just kind of happened. But because he didn't know how to run the business, he didn't really have it set up to be sustainable. When it fell off, it just fell off. And so, you know, there's some other elements. You know, I think one thing I hear all the time at DU is if you're not happy in your life, your business won't fix that. So don't create a business that isn't going to, you know, support your lifestyle, the life that you want to live. And uh, then, of course, that's also really the main thing. Yeah, I remember at uh, Blog Success, I was always thinking that um, here I am showing these guys exactly what they need to do. Like all of the technical detail was there. Do this, do this, do this, and you'll get this. You know, more traffic, make more money, more sales, all that stuff. And I would watch members come in, the vast majority of the members. It's kind of shocking to people who have never heard this before, but it's true of most uh, programs. Um, I'll watch the, I watch them come in and like look at it, look at the golden keys to exactly what door they wanted to open, <clears throat> and they wouldn't pick those keys up and put them in the lock and unlock it. They just wouldn't. And it was really that simple. I strived very, very hard to make it that simple. Here's all the stuff. Here's all the detail. And I'm sitting here thinking, what's missing? Do I have to be Tony Robbins and an expert in driving traffic and getting search engine rankings and everything else? Because I didn't plan on that. I'm not Tony Robbins. I shouldn't have to motivate anybody beyond the point where you 
you, you wanted this thing, and you bought it, and you found out on the inside you had that and more, now all you have to do is follow the simple system. And I would watch 80, 85, 90% of the people sometimes, uh, we could see in the membership software that they weren't logging in anymore. Or they'd log in for short periods of time, and then you'd check up with them and go, how are you doing? I'm still struggling. And I'd be like, why? And how is that even possible? And I didn't understand any of the things that I do today about, you know, you can't really build an entrepreneur. There's got to be something. There's got to be a spark in someone's uh, DNA somewhere for business at all. Usually it's a combination of I can't work for anybody else, so I've got to do something else. And I'm pretty good at doing this stuff. And those two usually get put together, and all of a sudden you're talking about having a business. But uh, it's not just that, you know. There's some people, I, I've seen people, you know, run back to their jobs. And I'm like, wait a minute, I could never do that. So there is a, there's a very serious difference between me. I, I, I threw grenades on the bridges behind me. I burn them. I, <laughs> I blew them up with dynamite. There was no chance in the world from 1998 onward that I was ever going to be working for anybody else. And because I knew that this world existed and I knew other people were doing it, so there was no reason for me to feel like I was ever going to fail at it. If they can do it, I can do it. There's no, you know, and that's the way I felt, and that's why I'm still, <laughs> you know, the head of my company and, and not taking orders from anybody but my wife, which I haven't yet figured out how I can get out of that. I don't think I'm going to be able to, but give that I'm happy up. with that. Yeah, I think I should just give that up. But, you know, so it's really weird, I, I and I, I don't feel like we have to be Tony Robbins at DU. We don't have to. There are things built in. The very first thing that you do in, in motivation and profit is you go through the mindset sessions, um, <clears throat> you know, which is weird for some people because you know, I'm in a program and I want to learn how to do funnels. I want to learn how to do list building. I want to learn how to do JVs, and you're making me go through this mindset stuff. And, and to a number, to a person, they will say, I don't need this. Or they'll have some level of, I know all this stuff that you're about to say about mindset, you know, and, I don't need this. And then they get into it because they're not allowed to do anything else <laughs> until they go through it. And they invariably come out with something incredibly uh, moving for them, something very important that they weren't getting in life, that they weren't getting about business, and very thankful for it. So just getting people to slow down and go, look, you don't really need a funnel right now. What you need is to know what you're going to use that funnel for, what's it going to be leading people to, and how you're going to serve people and give value in the world, that's commensurate with the money that you're charging and the life that you want to live with the money that you're making and the difference that you want to make in the world. People don't are really not used to seeing that when they come into DU. It's like, why are you guys talking about my charities? I, that's my thing. I handle that. I give to this group, and I do this kind of work for the environment and all of that stuff um, when I can. And it falls into the category of their life. It's like when the business is done, then I'll go have fun, and then I'll go do some service, tithing or whatever. They'll just knock it off to something that you have to do. You learn about it in church, and, you know, uh, they don't really give any thought that they could be more involved in the effect that they have in the world because they just don't have any time. I barely have time for life. How could I have any time to really dedicate more than just sending money to my favorite charities? So they really get knocked aside for a minute when they're, thinking, why are you guys talking about this? Why are you talking about it being so intertwined with everything that you do, that your service, not just to your customers, but to the world in any way that you want to do it. If you want to get clean drinking water into the hands of all the people that don't have it, or you want to save wilderness areas, or uh, you know whatever it might be, whatever you're into, that, that's a daily occurrence in your life. You're doing something and you're touching something every day uh, for that to be of service because we have people integrate it with their Vortex business model so that every single action that's taken in that business is supporting their charity, everything. Any purchase that's made, any subscription for an email list that's made, any anything that's done in the business because this is completely part of the fabric of it affects the service that you have in the world. So now <clears throat> for the people that I was talking about before, those kinds of entrepreneurs that – can't stand the salesy, marketing, corporate capital, you know, all that kind of stuff. You can, you have a friend with you the whole time. You're not just uh, making a sale today to a new client or a new product or service or whatever that's going to help you live the life of your dreams and contribute to your financial 
uh, freedom account, but every single action that's taken in your business is also helping some something that you want to do good in the world. And so it's not all just for you. Jack, and we, we have are such giving out of people. time. Go, no, Let I can't stop. Let us give them a link. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I know. So if they really cannot live without this, and we would suggest you can't, how can they get involved right this minute, Jack? Joindu.com slash results. I don't know that we can say anything else about it, you know? It's I, I was just, prepared to say five more hours about it, but I guess we're out of time, so. <laughs> that's awesome, Jack. Well, we really look forward to having you join us on the inside at DU. JoinDU.com forward slash results. It is really going to not just make a difference in your business. It truly will transform your life. So hope to see you there. Thank you, Jan. Thanks, thank everybody. You, Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. And thank you so much, Ron. That was an awesome way to start the show today. I'm so glad we did it at the beginning instead of at the end. Have a great week, everybody. We will be back next week, same time, same place, with another episode of Traffic Masters. Bye, everybody. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters. From traffic to conversion to business success.